I don't know if anyone's greeting, but good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Good morning, good morning. This is JC. Welcome to Declare Victory. Who is that? Hello, can you hear me? Good morning. Can you hear me okay? Hello, hello. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Can anyone hear me? I sure can. Thank you. My phone is connecting. I heard a gentleman say good morning earlier. I apologize. My phone is just on the blink. But good morning, good morning, everyone. This is JC, and welcome to Declare Victory. Good morning, JC. <laughs> or should I say good morning, sis? <laughs> All right. Good morning, sis. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you have a wonderful and blessed day. You as well. Say hi to Rick for me, hon. I sure will. Thank you, sweetie. You're welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Anyone else joining would like to say good morning? Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. Good morning, Sister Sylvia. Good morning, good morning. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm great, thank you for asking. Anyone else? Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. Good morning, happy Saturday. This is Sharon. Good morning, Sharon, and happy Saturday to you as well. Thank you. You're welcome. Anyone else? Good morning. Happy Saturday. Welcome to Declare Victory. Good morning, this is Diane. Good morning, Diane. Happy Saturday. How are you? I'm good, JC. How are you? I am good, too. Thank you. Good to hear your voice. Yours as well. You enjoy your day, huh? Thank you, you too. Thank you, sweetie. I will. Anyone else? Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. Happy Saturday.
morning, JC. Good morning, family. It's magnificent. Happy Saturday. Good morning, and happy Saturday to you as well. Enjoy your day. Anyone else like to say good morning? Happy Saturday, and welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. I am your greeter this morning. Hey, good morning, JC. This is Kadra. Um, quick, well, not quick, a prayer request. Um, one of my sisters in Christ, granddaughter, got shot in critical condition. So if we can just lift up the um, Sam- Simpson family. Simpson family. Okay, sis, Kedra. How are you, hon? I'm good. Good, I'm good. good. Thanks for asking. You're welcome. Good morning, anyone else? Good morning, anyone else? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. I am your greeter today. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday, JC. This is Tremina, the finisher. Hey, Tremina, the finisher. How are you? I'm doing well, and you? Thank you. Enjoy your day, hon. You too. Thank you. Okay, it's time to get started with the call. Before we move, excuse me, before we move forward, we ask you to mute your line so that we can proceed. Hello again, my name is JC and I am your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at six o'clock a.m. Pacific time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Be sure you join us daily in February where our new monthly theme entitled Positions This means that all of our declarations will be regarding positioning yourself according for the Lord. There are no announcements today. We have one spoken prayer request from Sis Kedra. One of her sisters in Christ's granddaughter was shot, and she's asking us to lift up the Simpson family. Order of the call, prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Lisa. Declaration will be brought by Pastor Lavelle. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declare. Once again, prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Lisa. Declaration will be brought by Pastor Lavelle. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declare. The scripture for today is Genesis 40 and 21. He restored the chief cupbearer to his position so that he once again put the cup into Pharaoh's hand. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to to the prayer warrior today, Lisa. God bless you all. Hallelujah. JC, you sound great this morning. Good morning, family. 
Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Father, we bless you and thank you for this morning. We thank you for this day, for waking us, God, because you didn't have to do it. We thank you for who you are, being our creator, being our king, being our Lord, being our savior, being sovereign and in control. But there's nobody like you. There was nobody before you. There'll be nobody after you. Forgive us of all of our sins, God. Continue to create in us a clean heart and fill us with your Holy Spirit even the more. We need you so much today, God, and we know that you are able, you're well able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that we can ask or think. So, God, we know that we can come to you boldly before your throne of grace, and we can find mercy in time of need and favor, Father. So we thank you for the mercy you've given us that we didn't deserve. We thank you for the favor that you have over our lives, and we don't know why, but, God, we're grateful. We're so grateful that you have chosen us out of anybody else. Some people didn't make it. Somebody's not here this morning. Somebody took their last breath last night, and they're not here, but, God, we are here. So this is the day that you have made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. We will lift up our heels from which cometh our help. We lift up our head to the heels from which cometh our help, because, God, we recognize that our help comes from you, that you are the maker of everything, the sustainer of everything. You are sovereign, and you are in control. And I Thank you that we have you to lean on, to call on, to cry out to. Some trust in horses and some trust in chariots, but we will trust in the name of the Lord. For the name of the Lord is our strong tower, and you declare that the righteous can run therein and be safe. God, we thank you for safety and security. We thank you for shelter and covering. We thank you that you are Jehovah Nisi, our banner and our and our covering. We thank you that you have provided a place for us where we can hide under the shadow of your almighty and we can be safe. God, I thank you for delivering and rescuing us from our own self. I thank you for delivering us in our minds and in our spirits. I thank you for delivering us, God, even in our bodies, how you have healed our bodies and healing our minds and making us whole and complete and transforming us and conforming us to the image of your son, where we don't even see ourselves anymore, when we can see you just as you see Jesus on the inside of us. We thank you for that. We thank you for making us new. We thank you for creating us to be who you called us to be. We thank you that before you formed us in our our mother's womb, you already knew us. You already called us. You already sanctified us, set us apart, and appointed us for the assignment that you have for our lives. And for that, we say thank you. God, we spend so much time trying to figure it out when we just have to walk it out and walk according to the steps that you've already ordered for us. Line our lives up with the precepts that you've laid down for us. Your words, your judgments, your law is not to hurt us, is not to deny us, is not to keep us back. God, is to keep us safe. It's to get us to that appointed place. It's to get us to the place where we can be there and then we can say yes and hear you say well done thou good and faithful servant help us to remember that this is not our home and while we're here we're going to face trials and tribulations but God you are a God that sees all and you know all and you are here I thank you because you are omnipotent you have every single ounce of power in your hands and you can speak a word father and it can be done you can say something and send forth your ministering angels and change situations you can move by your spirit and turn everything upside down. 
thank you that you know us and you see us and you care about us. Sometimes it seems as if we're all alone, but God, you are there. You promised that you would never leave us nor forsake us. Even on this Saturday, cold morning, you are here. So I ask you, Father, to continue to bless your people. We have so many things we want to ask you for, but we would dare not ask you for anything without first exalting you and lifting you up and declaring your glory and telling you how much we love and appreciate and thank you for being God and doing what you've already done, that you didn't have to do it. Father, so we say thank you. We tell you that we love you and we bless your name. We exalt you higher than any situation, higher than any problem, higher than any pain, higher than any circumstance that we might be dealing with. We certainly know you are higher than that devil, for you created him and he is a created being. So God, we call you great and we declare your glory, God. We thank you, God, that you're greater than any pandemic. We've lost a lot of people, God, over 400,000 to this pandemic. And we don't know why you allowed it to be so. But, God, we ask for mercy. We ask you to stay the hand of that enemy. We ask that you keep us covered. And thank you for cleansing us by the blood. We apply the blood of Jesus over our homes, over our doorposts, over our lives, over our minds, so that we can stay sane to continue to do the work that you called us to do, to keep showing up and to keep fighting this good fight of faith and then standing when you tell us to. And I thank you that we will be steadfast and unmovable, always abounding in your work, because whatever we do for you, God, our labor is not in vain. We thank you that we can cry out to you and call unto you, and you not only hear us, but you are a God that answers prayers. Who wouldn't want to serve a God like you, Father? I thank you for the backslider that's yet to come in, for those in our family members that don't know you. Forgive us where we've um, been in the flesh so much that they can't see you, God. Help us to remember that you've called us to be ministers of reconciliation, to reconcile a dead and dying world, and that begins in our home. Help us to lay aside every weight. Help us to forgive quickly, to love deeply, and to lay aside offense and not take things personally, God, because you did all that for us. Father, you loved us in spite of ourselves. You've forgiven us for some atrocious sins against you, and, and as if we had done it, never be um uh in, in at all in our lives you said that you would remember our sins no more thank you for that god help us to do that for other people help us to have a heart for people the way that you have your heart for us help us to see people through your lenses how you see them in the end before um you even created them you already knew before you created us you already knew how we were going to be help us to see people not in the midst of their mess god but how you created them and how we see them god in the future better than they are now just like you did for us i thank you for that ability god to see beyond what we see in the natural to hear and the Spirit, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you give us the ability to see supernatural things and hear those things and see visions and dreams that help us to be able to stand and fight and share and encourage and edify and lift up and build up. We thank you for that. God, we thank you for Kedra, and as you continue to comfort her heart as she's mourning, God, we thank you for her sound. We thank you that she keeps showing up, that she trusts you, and anybody else that might be suffering bereavement, that you would continue to um, give beauty for ashes, God, and the oil of joy for mourning. I thank you that you are the one that's the very present help in our time of trouble, that you are the God of all comfort, so for that we bless you. And anybody else that might be suffering hardship or separation, whether it's in their finances or 
relationships, God, or even just in their minds. I pray for peace to be still in the name of Jesus. We pray, Father, that you would loose everything that belongs to us, God, and release it to us as we are positioning ourselves to receive every single thing that you have for us. We're finding ourselves in right position to do what you called and created us to do. We are learning and we are listening. So speak, God. Your servants are listening. We thank you, Father, even for the Simpson family. I pray in the name of Jesus that that baby that has been shot, you are restored. For you were wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon you. And because, Jesus, you took those stripes on your back, you declared that we are healed from every single manner of sin, sick, disease. So we claim her healing. We simply your word to wherever that baby is. And, God, we ask you to heal in the name of Jesus. Mend those broken places that have been torn down. Whatever caused the situation, we ask for restoration and peace in the name of Jesus. God, we're losing so many of our babies and children to gun violence and to um, domestic violence and to all kind of things going on. We see sex trafficking happening. Homelessness is on the rise. People are losing their minds. And Father, we still have you. Help those that know you, that love you, that are called by your name to stand up and take our rightful position so that we can be the light and salt in this earth, the helping hands, the loving heart that you cause us to be, even the pocketbooks, Father, in the name of Jesus. For you give us wealth so that we would be able to build up your kingdom and help those in need. Help us not to be selfish. Help us not to think it's all about us. Help us to know that we've been created in your image and your likeness to do what you told us to do. And I thank you that we have made ourselves available as your vessels, vessels of honor to be used for your glory. So we say, have your way, God. We bless you. We pray for every single born-again believer that they would know their identity and their hope that their confidence would be in you. I thank you for that one that's struggling with mental disease and mental illness and anxiety and depression. We speak life to you right now for those dead things that you think are gone, that they would be buried that need to be, but that you would come alive in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you for restoring our mind and giving us hope and a peace that surpasses all understanding, a joy that is unspeakable, Father, full of glory and truth and mercy. Father, we thank you for your mercies being new every morning. And truth be told, we don't deserve it. But God, you saw fit that you would live, that you would give us, you would give us your breath of life. So we say thank you. You told us to pray, God. You said men should always pray and pray and not faint and pray and not ceasing. God, we've fallen short on some hands, some of us, and forgive us for that. Forgive us for not standing in the gap and repairing the breach. Forgive us for not, um, when you taught our hands to war, not using them appropriately. God, whatever we've fallen short on, when you told us no and we did it anyway, when you said stay and we went, God, help us. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you you didn't wipe us out. So many times you did that for the children of Israel because of their disobedience, but we thank you for the dispensation of grace, but God, we dare not take your grace for granted, so Holy Spirit, we ask that you continue to strengthen us as you lead and guide us into the truth, all truth, and you show us the way to take, that we will walk that way obediently so that we can be in proper position. God, you have blessings in store for us. You have things that you've laid aside for us, but if we're out of position, we're going to miss it. 
We thank you for this month, for every single declare that's been blessing us and that's been speaking time and time again, day in and day out, and how you've been using so many people to pour into other people as iron sharpens iron, as those that are teachers are called to teach and minister and do. I thank you, Father. I thank you for the fivefold ministry, the apostles and the prophets, the pastors, the teachers, and the evangelists, Father, that they would stay and remember why you called them to that office, that they would do only what honors you and that glorifies you and that serves the people, that you would remind every single born-again believer of our first love, which is you. God, we've allowed ambition and position and self-gain to get in the way, and God, have mercy, forgive us. I thank you, Father, that you are the just judge and you have declared judgment against us. But, God, I thank you for your mercy being so obvious because you could just simply wipe us out. Father, I thank you because you are incredible. You're wonderful. You're lovely. And you do everything well. The earth declares your glory. The heavens, the stars, the wind, the trees, Father. There's no denying that you are God. But we live as if you're not. We live as if you're not bigger than our problems. God, forgive us. Shift our minds. Position our minds to receive. Enlarge our capacity to know. Give us understanding and wisdom. Holy Spirit, you have given us your fruit that it will be manifested in us. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, meekness, temperance, self-control, faith. Help us to walk in that. Help us to remember that we are overcomers more than conquerors, that we cannot fail. We lift up Dion and we lift up Josiah. And just because we haven't called out his name, it does not mean that we have forgotten. It does not mean that we're coming down off the wall. We stand on the wall for every single person in need, and we lift them up before you, God, as we stand in the gap and we intercede, and we are strategic, God, and intentional about speaking those things that be not as though they were about calling down heaven. And Father, as our prayers reach you, we pray that there's sweet um, incense into your nostrils, that it's a sweet aroma before you, Father, that you would receive our prayers. God, we know we're not worthy, but we know that you are faithful, and when we're not faithful, God, you abide and remain faithful. We thank you for your hedge that you have covered around all of our children while you're keeping them in the midst of some of them making bad decisions. Father, we thank you, and we can rest at night knowing that you have them covered. Thank you for your hedge, God. Thank you. Father, we bless you and we love you. We thank you for the word that will come forth today. And we lift up pastor before you, and we ask that you would bless him like never before, Father, that he would not be him, but it would be you, Holy Spirit, that would speak through him, that you would speak to your children because we need a word from you. We need to hear something from you. We need to be encouraged and lifted up and edified and taught, and some of us rebuked and corrected. Father, we thank you that it will be done in love, that it will be done, Father, for your glory, that it will be done for our edification in the name of Jesus. We yield ourselves to your word, Father, for your word is alive, it's powerful, it's sharper than any two-edged sword, it's able to turn, it's able to save souls, it's able to convince men that they can be saved, Father, and for those that don't understand, they call it foolish, but we understand, because you have opened up our eyes, you've given us a level of understanding, and for that, we thank you. Some people are still blinded by the God of this world. And they can't even see how good you are. God, we have tasted and seen that you are good. 
Father, for that child that's being trafficked right now, in the name of Jesus, interrupt the plan of the enemy. God, cause a flat tire, something to happen where those children can get away, Father, for them drugging. Let that drug not take effect. Whatever's going on for the domestic violence situation that's happening that can't nobody get out of, and the woman or the man and can't tell right now, Father, we ask that you provide a way of escape and that they would take it in the name of Jesus. Let a neighbor hear something. Call the police. Do something. Get them in safety. God, for that child that's contemplating suicide, we speak right now. Send forth your word to their minds that they would reconsider, God, that they would know that today is just the day and that they have a future that could be bright because you've given us, God, a future and a hope. You have an expected end for us. You have a plan for our lives, and we don't see everything now, but we trust you. And because we can trust you, God, and because you are great and you are faithful, we declare that we will lift up your name collectively as a body, and we will shout unto you, God, with a voice of triumph, because you are a great God. You're worthy of the glory and the honor and the praise, and for that we bless your name. There's nobody like you. There's nobody before you. Nobody after you. God, you are great. And we love you, Father. We thank you. I'm 
Somebody needs a relationship restored. Somebody needs some shelter. Somebody just needs some peace. For you are all that we need you to be. For you declared, I am. And you said we could fill in the rest. Whatever we need, you are there, being a very present help in our time of trouble. Somebody just needs a friend. You are a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Somebody needs a companion. Help us to love you, and then we will see love in our lives. God, I thank you. Hallelujah. So we lift up your word, God. We ready ourselves to hear. In the name of Jesus, we love you, and we thank you for an opportunity, God, just to tell you that we love you. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, as I pass the call. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Somebody please mute your lines and your TV is loud in the back. Please mute your line. Please mute your line. There you go. Good morning. Good morning, good morning, everyone. Um, welcome to uh, Declared Victory. Yeah, thank you, Dee Dee. Um, uh, appreciate you. Um I guess JC greeted. Thank you, JC, uh, for greeting. And I know that was um, Lisa Frank. So thank you, Lisa. Um, good morning to everyone. Um, God has shown us yet another expression of his love, another opportunity to be on the line. We are in the land of the dying on our way to the land of the living. Amen. 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 Now, let's see. Um, uh the declaration this morning is on position. So uh, now I'm going to be honest with y'all. Um, I don't know how to do declarations, but I know scripture. So let me pull from this scripture and, um, and I guess it'll turn into a declaration. Is that all right? Can I just do that? Um, um, so, um, um, Psalm 34 and verse number one says that um, I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I will bless the Lord. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Position, huh? Okay. Um I I I just believe today in this in this day and time uh that we raise this crucial question on um um this uh this Saturday uh this first week um uh in February in the year 20 uh 2021 uh concerning i would say uh the level of maturity uh in the life of many believers and the believers ability to literally in this day and time uh tame his tongue um we we recognize that this this may be 
a challenging declaration this morning and all that we are uh, dealing with with COVID-19. And I'm, I'm, I'm almost scared to I'm really not afraid of anything, but I'm almost scared to answer the phone nowadays because, um, as I said last night on uh, Friday Night Live, um, uh, a minister called me, actually my cousin, he called me, and he said, did you hear? And I said, yeah, I heard about Reverend Moore. He said, no, not about Reverend Moore, not my pastor's brother, but Pastor Haley died too. So every time you pick up the phone, you hear something, you know, with all that we're dealing with. And too many of us who have control over many aspects of our own lives, but we harbor the inability to control literally what comes out of our mouths. And the truth of the matter is that for many of us, I believe that, um, and, and I want to say this in respect to declared victory, because I thank God for declared victory, that we live uh, uh, spiritually defeated lives because we have no control of what comes out of our, um, uh, over our tongues. Uh, the Bible says that the tongue is a little member, but it has the ability to stir up a whole lot of mess. And some people literally live defeated and, I'm going to say this, and messy lives as we allow freedom within the arena of what flows from our lips. And I'm reminded um, what the old folks used to say, and that is loose lips sink a, sink a whole lot of ships. And, and the truth of the matter is, if you don't have nothing good to say, you really ought not say anything at all. Um, so so if, if you would allow me to, to focus, um, I guess these next few weeks, because I guess I may be on the next few Saturdays. So uh, uh, focus these series of messages or these series of declarations on the believer's need to discipline his or her own mouth. Because because when I look at it, we, we love to talk about other folks and what they say and how they say what they say. But, but we don't have no ability to, to discipline our own mouths. And so the psalmist here, he says that, it is possible to produce within the life of the believer a state of authenticity as it relates to what comes out of our mouths. I mean, he says that very clear in this passage, and I don't think I could get any further than this today. He says, I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. And it's, it's, it, it, it is the desire as, as we do this declaration this morning um, out of this verse. Um, to lead the believer in position uh, to a place of perpetual praise and carrying us beyond and not only just simply going through the motions, because so many of us just go through the motions when we praise, when we pray, and, 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 and we teach our lips to mimic what we do when we're at church inside the worship experience. And the truth of the matter is anybody can just about praise God when you're in church. I mean, I mean, it doesn't take a whole lot because you, you got a whole lot of company and, and, and all you really have to do is just join, join in with the rest of the folks. And even if you're not an avid churchgoer, 
even most of us now, all you really have to do is just listen for a while. I mean, you can pick it up. I mean, you could say amen when you hear somebody else say amen. You could say hallelujah when you hear somebody else say hallelujah or, or hear somebody say thank you, Lord. I mean, you, you could just say it too. But it really has no meaning because it's not real within the very life experience that you have with God. Now, on the other hand, praising God during every moment of your experience in life is literally the greater challenge. In fact, I mean, this morning, you're not in a sanctuary, but but in fact, this morning, some of y'all are laying in bed. Some of y'all are, are, are sitting up in bed. Some of y'all... Um, are cleaning up your kitchen. Some of y'all are cooking breakfast. Some of y'all uh, on mute with the vac with the vacuum cleaner going. It's kind of early for the vacuum cleaner, but uh, uh, I, I mean, or, or whatever you whatever you may be doing while you're you're listening to Declare Victory this morning is sometimes a greater challenge when you're literally by yourself. But on the other hand, praising God during every moment of your experience in life is a greater challenge. And so let let me say today, let me say today that. Uh, you have not really matured to a point of sacrificial praise, position and praise, until you learn how to position yourself to praise God with a broken heart. I mean, I mean to praise God when 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 Mama gets sick, to to praise God when Daddy gets sick, to to praise God when 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 you hear that that loved one has just expired, to praise God literally when tears are falling down your face. I mean, literally when you got folks lying on you, I mean, when, when all hell has broken loose, when, when you've been called everything but a child of God, the real test of authenticity of your position of praise, it comes out of your ability to literally perpetually praise the Lord. Because the psalmist says, again, it is possible that you can bless the Lord at all times, and it will be evident. Why do you say that, Jones? Because his praise will uh, be continually in your mouth. And so, and so I, I've done something for uh, all of last month at my church, but I want to kind of do it a little different here. Um, and I've never done this before on, on Declare Victory. So, so I, I want to take the key word of this verse and I want, um, and, and that is the word praise. And it's a six letter word. And, and I want to take this six letter word and use it as an acronym. And, and I want to take each letter in that word leading us to the place of perpetual uh, participation. So, 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 uh, for time's sake today, let us let us start today with the letter P and the and the word praise and for position and praise and and let me just say and suggest let me suggest um, uh, and I know I got some theologians on the line some some Bible scholars on the line so I don't want to insult your intelligence when I do this so let me just suggest that the letter P says to us as Paul says in Romans 12 and 1, that we ought to present, present our bodies a living sacrifice. Watch the position. Present our bodies a living sacrifice. And if you're going to come to this place of perpetual position of praise, you need to present 
to the Lord your bodies. And let me and let me just pause there because because he does not use the word body in singular, which suggests that he's talking about the presentation of your flesh. No, he goes deeper than that because we've already sought to share with you that that the simple presentation of your flesh means nothing more than you being able to mimic and go through the motions. And so many of us just go through the motions because how many of you really, really praise God while you're sitting on the side of your bed? Now, if you do, praise God. But but how many of you, when you're watching your worship service on Sunday morning, are literally praising God even though you're not there in the sanctuary? And, and I know I'm right there because uh, uh, the last time I checked, the same folks who said amen, uh, who, 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 the same folks who said amen on Sunday, the same folk, the same folk that said amen on Sunday, are the same folk that stirring up division and strife and 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 always talking about somebody. That, that and they're the same people in church that that sometimes just shouted all over the place. I mean, I mean, I mean, check the last person who talked about you, and I can I can just about guarantee and discover that it was somebody in church. I mean, the last person who lied on me was a church member. The last person who called me out of my name was a church member. And, and, and it was the same person in church on Sunday again, simply going through the motions in their praise. So he does not say, watch this, present your bodies. It, 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 in essence, it's not singular. It's plural, and it's plural on purpose because he wants us to recognize that he's going beyond your flesh and to the very core of your being, so present your bodies is plural. So what, what do you, what do you, please mute your line. What, what are you saying, Pastor Jones? That I, that I can give to God more than one of me, not just continue to look at the, uh, at the word and, and, and you grasp from it that he is simply saying that we ought to present to the Lord everything that makes us who we are as a person, because it takes all of that to bring us to a level of position and authentic praise. Now, what what is it that makes us a person? Well, all of us on the line today have have this. Um, I want to be politically correct, Lisa. So, uh, have this marvelous anger of carnality. Uh, uh, in essence, all of us on the line, we are human. And normal, and we have a normal, uh, uh, and, and normal have, and normally we have the makeup of at least, I will say, of at least three perspectives. All of us are made up of intellect, emotion, and will. Again, if you're normal, you have intellect. If you're normal, you have emotion. And if you are normal, you have will. And what he's saying to us is that you are you're going to authenticate your position of praise. If you're going to authenticate your position of praise, you've got to present to God all three aspects of your being in order to praise him perpetually. Because it takes intellect to praise the Lord. And I've come to suggest uh, and I've heard many individuals who, when they talk about praise and when they talk about worship, especially in the African-American church, I, I've heard them say things like this, uh, you know, I, I don't want to be unintelligent I, I, when I praise the Lord. I, I want to maintain my intelligence. And, and that means, you know, they, they really don't want to get into their praise and, and they don't want to turn loose and let God and have his way in their worship. 
you know, they've allowed people outside the church to suggest that what we do inside the worship experience is is borderline unintelligent. And, and especially many of you who have gone to college and, and you think that you've got some book sense now with a degree behind your name, and you know, uh, you, 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 can't, you can't just holler out loud anymore. You, you just kind of have to sit there and say, man, I mean, you, you don't get into it anymore. And it seems like for many of us, the more degrees we have behind our name, uh, 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 some of us got more degrees than a thermometer. But, 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 but don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not talking about you, those that have degrees, because you need a formal education. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you, you need a formal education. Yes, you need an educated head, but you first need a consecrated heart. Right. I mean, I mean, the more education in this world that people seem to get, the less we are into the kind of praise that glorifies God. But I do want to tell you here today, it, 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 it is unintelligent not to praise the Lord. You, you're intelligent when you make a joyful noise into the uh, rock of your salvation. You're intelligent when you're able to look back and see where God has literally brought you from. And you know that the Lord brought you uh, 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 from a mighty long way. You're real intelligent when you're able to think about how God, how God has been to you, how he's blessed you. Uh, what I'm really trying to tell somebody in your position uh, uh, it, 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 here, that intelligence speaks about our ability to think. You see, if you ever allow yourself to T-H-I-N-K, then you will allow yourself to T-H-A-N-K. In essence, if you allow yourself to think, you'll allow yourself to literally think, right? And it's very, very important because if there's anybody who's listening today can't praise the Lord, uh, they, they, they really aren't thinking because all you got to do is just think about where God has brought you from. All you got to do is think about if it had not been for the Lord on your side, listen, it, it could have been you in that fatal car wreck. It could have been you living in a homeless camp. It could have been you who died of COVID-19 or any other ailment. But when you think uh, about how good God has been to you. You can't help yourself, but get in a position where you got to lift your voice and tell God, thank you. So it takes an intellect to praise God. So the more I-T-H-I-N-K, the more I-T-H-A-N-K. So not only the presentation of your intellect, but, but watch this, also the presentation of your emotions. And the devil seeks to suggest that many of us who go to church don't have emotions. And, and and whenever, uh, let me slow down, because whenever I talk about this, I, I've always, I always have people like to tell me, Rev, that, that, that just ain't me. That, 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 that just ain't me, Rev. Rev, I mean, I mean, that, that, that just ain't me. And, and I have to quickly remind them that uh, it, 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 it was you last night watching the game. Uh, it's going to be you tomorrow at the Super Bowl. I mean, it, it ain't nothing but the devil telling you that you don't have emotions. We got emotions. It just depends on what kind of passion draws us to an emotional peak so that we can release our emotions within the area of what really touches us. And some of us on the line today, you, you, you ain't opened your mouth yet, even though you're on mute. And it's a shame that you would allow yourself to be caught in another situation where your emotions begin to run real high. And I believe there's somebody who can make you open your mouth. 
if you'll understand what I'm saying. It's a doggone shame that you will allow another human being to stroke your emotions and make you open your mouth and make you holler and you come into the presence of the Lord and act like you can't say nothing at all and the Lord has been good to you anyhow. I mean, y'all, he kept you all night long. You you didn't even know you was in the world last night. But early this morning, uh, last night you went over into La La Land and this morning he woke you, shook you from center to circumference and let your eyes fly wide open, gave you the activities of your limbs, y'all. That's enough to praise God. Somebody knows when he woke you up by grace, you had every right and reason to open your mouth and say, Lord, I thank you for letting me see another day. My God, I mean, I mean, I mean, how can you sit there? How can you sit there and listen to gospel music? How can you sit there and listen to a message? How can you sit there and, and not praise him? If you got intellect, you got emotion, then you have will. Now, 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 watch this. Some of us praise God by accident. I, 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 I sometimes I, I watch people, and 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 I, I watch members in church over year over the years, and sometimes they be still sitting there waiting on something to come through the ceiling, waiting on something to move from the floor. I mean, it might touch him and it might not. God doesn't operate like that. He's already given us the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. And there we get the makeup of what we call, watch this, the sanctified church. But let me give you this for free. When he saved you, he sanctified you. And this is where we give over to those who understand the liberty and the spirit. Uh, 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 and 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 growing up, they used to call it the sanctified church. And I go to a sanctified church now. Don't get me wrong; I'm not condemning or, or or talking about anybody's church. When when the truth of the matter is, sanctification is not a denomination. Sanctification is a way of living. Sanctification is not just for those who caption as the sanctified church. And you know that that always goes uh, uh, with those who make a lot of noise in church. We, we got folk talking about all that noise and that sanctified music they were playing. Uh, we, we don't want all of that up in here. Well, listen, if it's a church that's got saved folk in it, it ought to be a sanctified church. And all that means is the manifestation of the Holy Spirit is present. And all you got to do is go on by your own will and allow the Spirit of God to have his way in your position as you position yourself to worship him. You, you don't have to wait on somebody else. And, 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 and some of you can't, can't get going unless somebody else is up praising God. But you don't have to wait on the choir uh, or, or the praise team to sing your favorite song. You don't have to wait on the preacher to preach your favorite topic. And some of y'all uh, 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 don't, don't even get with the preacher sometimes because he ain't preaching your favorite sermon. But listen, when the spirit of God is in you, the Bible says he will lead you, he will guide you in all your ways. And what I appreciate about the Holy Spirit is I don't have to wait until church on Sunday morning or Tuesday night or Wednesday night to feel his presence. I don't know how y'all feel about it, but, but I know how to feel him while I'm driving my garbage truck every day down the street. I know how to feel him when I sit down at the breakfast table and I recognize that there are a whole lot of folks who are standing in the, in the, in the homeless bread line. But God, one more time, has put food on my table. 
and, and I'm not going to wait uh, until praise and worship or Sunday morning to tell him thank you. No, I'm going to bow my head right there and tell him thank you for the food that you've allowed me to put in my body. So somebody on the line, somebody here knows how to thank God when you get to the job, because there are a whole lot of folks who are walking around with a pink slip, but the Lord looked beyond all of your faults and he sees your every need and he blessed you one more time. I, I said, I don't have to wait until church on Sunday morning to praise his holy name. I mean, I mean, you can walk around your house this morning. You, you can walk around your house this morning. You can, you can literally lift your hands while you vacuuming your living room floor. You can lift your hands while you drive. Well, well, I mean, lift one hand while you're driving. Y'all, y'all understand what I'm saying? Uh, and, and say thank you, Lord. Uh, so, and and I'm not gonna wait to praise Him. I mean, I can praise Him in my bedroom, and I can thank Him because I will. It's my position to praise Him. And and don't nobody gotta tell me how to praise Him. I'ma praise Him anyhow. And don't nobody uh, gotta tell me when to praise Him. I'm gonna praise Him everywhere I go because that's my position. And y'all, I don't mean no harm, but I don't need no praise and worship leader to help me praise the Lord. Because when I come into the presence in the Lord's house or wherever I am in his presence, it don't take a whole lot for me because I've already been praising him Monday. I've been praising him Tuesday, all the way the week. And when Sunday comes, you just better watch out. And when Sunday comes, you better get out of my way because when Sunday comes, just leave me alone. And I'm glad that I don't need anybody to try and hold me when I praise his name. And and I tell folk all the time, y'all, don't fan me. I, I, I need to praise him. Don't don't pat me. I need to praise him, but let me go because I got a right to praise his name because that's my position to literally present my body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is simply my reasonable service. That your, 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 in your position to praise God is just your reasonable service because he's been just that good to you. And because he's been so good to you, you ought to want to praise him. You ought to want to lift your hands. And especially with what we got going on today, and he allowed you to see one more day, you're not sick, uh, uh, you're not in the hospital, you're breathing on your own, you're still able to pay your bills in this poverty-stricken economy, you're able to do everything that, that God has willed you to do, it is your position to praise the Lord. And so you gotta, you gotta position yourself right that despite whatever, whatever comes your way, despite whatever burdens come up, whatever people might say, whatever people might do, it's still your position to get your praise on and to praise God through whatever you're going through. You know, I've learned how to praise my way through situations. Y'all, uh, sometimes, sometimes, you know, we, we kind of fool folks because we like to, uh, we like to, people to believe that we got it going on and nothing really bothers us and, and we just got it all together. But a lot of times y'all don't know that Pastor Lavelle Jones looks real good because he's praised his way, he, he's positioned and praised his way through every situation. And you know what? The more I praise him, the lighter my load becomes. That's it. I'm done. I, I quit. I quit. Present your body, a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be ye not transformed, be, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Wow. May God bless you. May God keep you. Is my prayer. I'm done. Who's on the line? 
Good morning. Amen. Amen. Good morning. All right. Good morning. Who else is it? Good morning. Hey, Pastor. I'm waiting for the the acronym. R-A-I-S-E. You got to wait. You gotta wait. That, that was just that was just P. Next week, next next week you'll get the letter the letter R. I understand. Good morning. Anybody want to say good morning? Hey you, how are you? Thank you, Barb. Anybody else? Good morning. This is Valerie. Good morning. Great uh, declaration. Great to hear your voice this morning in prayer, Lisa, and everyone have a beautiful day. Thank you, Val. Y'all, somebody, somebody, kids is active in the background. Y'all mute your phone. <laughs> it's not over right. here. Good morning, it, brother. Awesome, awesome. Thank you, Dee. Thank you for the reminder. Good morning, Pastor Lavelle. This is Jubilant Juliet, and that was an awesome decoration. Thank you. Hey, Juju. Hey, Juju. Hey, hey, hey. Tell Eric to put put some lotion on his ankles today and his kneecaps. Okay, I will. (laughs) Anyone else? Good morning. Good morning. This is Marcella. Um, This is my third time on here, but I really enjoyed the service because this was definitely meant for me. Praise God for you. Praise God for you. All right. Anyone else? Good morning. Good morning. This is Juanita, and that's my grandchild that's active over here. Um, <laughs> so, uh, good morning. Great decoration. Praise God. Anyone else? Good, good morning, Pastor LaBelle. It's Rochelle. Great day. Great day. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Anyone else? Yes. Good morning, Pastor LaBelle. This good is Gloria. Glorious, glorious, hey, glorious. Hey, good morning. Hey, okay. Keep your way through them scriptures. It sure bless my heart this morning. Thank you. Praise God. Thank you. Anyone? Thank you. Somebody else said before Gloria, who was that? It was Moxie Mona was coming right in before she was. How you doing? Great declaration. Um, wait, wait, Mo- wait, wait, Mona. You said what, what, what Mona? Oh, it's Moxie Mona. Moxie okay. Yes, Moxie. Right. You, gotta, okay. you gotta have some Moxie in your life, you know? Moxie. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Moxie, okay. Well, all right, okay, yeah. All right, anyone else? Good morning, it's beloved Barb. Happy Saturday, everybody. God bless. Mox, Moxie Mona, beloved Barb, pretty Patrice. My goodness. Good morning, it's Nancy Nikisha. This who? Nourishing Nikisha. Nourishing Nikisha. All right. Okay. All right. (laughs) All right. Let me come back. It's restored Rochelle. (laughs) Restored Rochelle. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. This who? Elfie. Hey, Elsie. Hi. Good morning. Great, great declaration today. Okay. Thank you. Anybody else? Come on, real quick. All right. 
it, were there any aha moments in the declaration? Any highlights that anybody want to bring out? Any questions, any comments? Now's your time. In position. Hey. Go ahead. Yeah, this this is Kendra. Well, can't kill her, Kendra. Um, praise can't can't kill her. Wait, 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 wait. Kill her, Kendra. Lord Jesus. Okay. Okay, Kendra. Okay. Because oh. the enemy trying okay. to have my head on the platter, but can't kill her, okay. Kendra. Okay. Can't kill her, Kendra. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, thanks, Lisa, for that awesome prayer, and JC for the hosting and greeting. Um, but in reference to the declaration when you said um you know you told them don't hold you don't you know don't fan you let you praise them and i am that same exact way at first i thought you know i looked like a, a whole dang fool but then it's like how am i how am i uh, how am i gonna be ashamed or embarrassed when i'm supposed to be rocking in that romans 116 unashamed of the gospel so um, I understand all that. But then at one point, too, I thought, like, everybody's not there yet. You know, um, in the setting where I live, you know, how you, you how you said, you know, praise them while you vacuuming or cleaning or whatever you're doing. You know, just lift your hands and praise. I, I frequently find myself do that. I frequently do that. And, you know, sometimes the, the setting that I live in, people be looking at me crazy, but I'm good with that. You know, I mean, I just have to come to terms and understand that everybody's not there yet, you know what I mean? And for me to pray for them so that they can get there, not to be like me or not because I'm doing it, but so God can get the glory. But I totally um, can relate to every word you said during this declaration. I thank God for you. May he pour back into you everything that you poured into us. Wow. I'm, 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 I'm glad, glad you say that. Um, say that. Uh, um, it's, it's 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 important that let 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 me, let me say this um I'm I'm trying to see the way I want to say this um I I'm I am not satisfied I don't I don't know about anybody else I'm just I'm just I'm just talking about me I I am not satisfied with where I am but I hear the Holy Spirit saying, get up and go after it, because God is 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 raising up a people of destiny. Or God is, getting, is raising up a people who's getting ready to step into their destiny. And watch this. Destiny is a place in the grace of God where purpose is conceived. Because what I like about God, is that when he make, gets ready to make and fulfill destiny in your life, he doesn't wait for you to be born. What he does is he declares your end from the beginning. And what I like about that is that when God uh, puts you in a place of grace and then conceives your purpose in a place called grace, what it means is that the, that the devil can't get a hold of your destiny. I mean, aren't y'all glad that God doesn't tie your destiny to to the whims of other people. I mean, um, I mean, some people think that they they backslidden, but but you haven't. Some people are kind of just blase about church. I mean, you're, you're really not excited anymore about church. Uh, if, if 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 
the truth is you 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 like me have been sick of church and if and if and if you're not careful you you will believe that you have somehow moved away from God but I want to tell you that it is very possible to be sick of church and it be a God thing because you can't sometimes you can't move to the next dimension in God until you get sick and tired of where you are right now and in essence you need more now in your life than an A and a B selection um um and and, and it's okay uh, you haven't backslidden or anything. You're just being positioned by God to be in a place where you can get up from where you are and and look and 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 go after what God has for you in your future. Because you will never change as long as you're satisfied with where you are. I mean, if, if minimum wage is good for you, then flipping hamburgers at McDonald's is your destiny. And so I'm saying to say what what you just said. I want more relationship with God. I, I don't want to. Uh, be stuck with the only time I feel God is when I'm in the sanctuary. I mean, I want something in my life that literally makes tears flow down my cheeks while I'm driving my car. I mean, I want so much of God in my life that I feel him while I'm vacuuming my living room floor. I want so much of God that I sense his presence even when I'm washing the dishes. So I'm not satisfied with where I am right now, but I hear the Holy Spirit telling me to position myself. Y'all, somebody got to mute your line, please. Uh, uh, to get up and go after it, all right? What, what I like about God is that when God gets ready to make and fulfill destiny in your life, he doesn't wait for you to be born because what God does is declare your end from the beginning. And, and, and that's good news that he, he, he declares your end from the beginning because I said aforetime uh, that when he puts you in a place of grace and conceives your purpose in a place called grace because of your position, what it means is that, that, that the devil can't get a hold of your destiny. All right. Anybody else tonight, tonight uh, this morning? Well, Pastor Lavelle, I'd say um, when I think of the goodness and all that he's done, the Lord and all that he's done for me, my soul cries out, thank you, Lord. So I'm in a position that I will praise the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. So I appreciate, um, I like how you said when I think, then when you think back on who he is and, you know, who you are, you can thank him. So I thank you for that. Your declaration was a reminder to get in position to praise and for your praise and not someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Praise God. All right. Anybody else? Come on. Hi, this is Sister Sylvia. Thank you for your declaration. You said you didn't know how to do declarations, but I tell you, even just the response that you just had a minute ago is uh, I feel like I just heard a sermon and in the middle of the sermon and the preaching, but I'm just so glad that you were able to point out what you have. And I was like the other lady waiting for the rest of the acronyms. And, you know, that's what keeps you coming back when it comes to God. You want to know more. You get hungry and you're thirsty. I just want to say that I thank God. If, I like when you say it, if you can think, if you think, allow yourself to think, you'll allow yourself to think. So, you know, when I, I'm that person that's, that's vacuuming and tears just running down my face, washing the dishes and just thinking about God, just in his grace, I, I feel I'm I'm not even trying to, um, I do understand it, so I won't say I don't understand it, but I don't even feel the same. I I don't feel like my same self even a month ago, even two months ago, because of what I'm thinking about and thanking God for. 
what he's doing right now. You know, you talked about walking into your destiny and him, you know, not even the, the devil being able to, you know, come against what God has for you. And I just, all of this is happening right now. He's doing some amazing, remarkable things. I'm not even recognizing myself. So I just thank you so much for what you're saying. I mean, I will bless the Lord at all times. I mean, I just, like I said, number seven was last week. I, I don't know if you heard before on the call, but seven young people, young people, 30 and under, in the last decade, last year, the last two weeks, gone, you know, snuffed out from my family. And yet I can praise the Lord at all times encouraging, uplifting, sending scriptures to family members, sister, brother, cousins, everybody who have lost a child, one buried two children, you know, in the last year and a half. So I will bless the Lord no matter what's going on around me and people are, you know, and, and let that just be an example that no matter what's going on in this world, in this family, in my life, I will continue to praise the Lord. His, it will be on my lips continuously. Thank you so much. Well, I don't know if you know my story, but I lost my son. I lost my child, 17 years old, shot down in East Oakland. So, but let me let me give y'all some shouting news today that when I said, aren't you glad that God doesn't tie your destiny to what people think about you and what people say about you? In fact, your destiny is, is so awesome. Um, your destiny is so powerful. Your destiny is such a great thing that God has hidden your destiny inside his grace, and that's a safe place. And the reason it's a safe place, because if the devil ever tried to get his hands on your destiny, the devil would have to come into grace to get his hands on your destiny. And if the devil ever came into grace, he'd have to be saved because the, de because the Bible says we're saved by grace. Anybody? Anybody else? Questions, comments? So, so the question being today, how would, what is your position after today? You've heard the word. What, what will be your position be? How, how are you going to position yourself to praise the Lord? You, you got bills overdue. You got COVID going on. You got folks dying all around you. Folks acting funny at work. How are you gonna position yourself to praise the Lord? I wish I had me a witness here. My praise. Good morning. Good morning. Go 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 ahead, Sergeant. Then brother E. No, I, I, I'm just continue to position myself at six a.m. every morning, right here on Declare Victory. Last year. Okay. Brother E? He might be putting lotion on. Uh, this is Andrew. And I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll step in and, and, until he gets ready. Uh, David said, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. So the first thing that I have to do is I have to examine myself. Because I can't come into his presence just any kind of way. He's not my buddy. He's not my genie. 
He's my Lord and he's my God. So I have to humble myself and I have to pray myself into appreciation of him at the moment where I am for all he is, was, and is going to be to me. And at that point, then we can uh, begin to praise him wherever I am. But I can't just say the words. He reads my heart. He hears my heart. That's what he's paying attention to. And if there's anything in the way, then he knows that I'm not as serious as I try to sound I am. I can, I can be, I can praise him with few words because again, he reads my heart. I can be wordy and displease him because he reads my heart. So the first thing that I do is I examine my heart and, and get myself ready. If I need him to forgive me before I praise him, that's what I do. If I need him to strengthen me, that's what I do. So going back I on like you. that, Andrew. I like that, Andrew. So, so we don't need to ask God to keep us humble, huh? No, no. Uh, like, is a choice, and 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 you you can be uh, one dispensing humble brags by telling people just how humble you are. That's not humility. And if if you go to if you stray too far out of your lane, he will take some of that hedge away and force you to be humble. He will humble you publicly. He will humble you in your strength. Whatever it is you identify yourself with, he will humble you in that arena so that sort of like everybody else starts to wag their head at you or click their teeth. But regardless, uh, he sees pride like witchcraft. And you're not going to come at him like he's just like, you know, your running buddy. It's not that kind of relationship. But he wants to be closer than close with you. So, right. Also, there's that, right. there's that thing where you, you study to show yourself approved. You see how other people have positioned themselves to worship. You know, David danced out of his clothes at times. Other times, uh, the publican just smote his breast and didn't even look heavenward and just said, you know, have mercy upon me a sinner. And so there are, there, you know, people have, there are different styles of worship. There are different types of worship depending on what you're going through. Sometimes the, sometimes the congregation stood. Sometimes the congregation bowed low, but praise is praise. If your heart is, pointed in the right direction. Right. I said I and I said that to say um uh about uh about him humbling us is when when we don't need to ask God to humble us because the Bible says humble yourself. Humble yourself. Yep. And that's very, very important that you not ask God to do that because if it takes God to humble you, you you you're gonna be in trouble. Um, you, you've got to be mature enough in your faith, in your relationship with God to learn how to humble yourself. Thank you, Andrew. All right. Anybody else? Anyone else? Good morning. Good morning, Pastor Lavelle. My name's Callie. Um, and, 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 
How are you? Uh, in response to the to the um, a beautiful job on the declaration, um, it was I received that. Um, sometimes it requires that I feel that it requires us to shift, piggybacking on what um, the other gentleman just said, to shift our attention from ourselves to something that shows us ourselves. Um, Jesus himself recommended that we basically look away from yourself. Consider at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they? Wow. So we, if we a focus on our problem distorts the truth of our reality. Yeah, we have needs and we may be in pain, but you are more valuable than the birds of the air. So God will likewise take care of you. Wow. There are a lot of uh, testimonies well. in the scripture. Um, Paul and Silas in prison. Um, uh, they they were able to serve and honor God, praying and singing from a place of bondage. Mm, that's awesome, right? So mm. we know that likewise, if if we are true believers and we have faith and we stand on that faith and we trust God and we are humble, He will deliver us. Mm. He has to, according to His word. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you. All right. All right, thank you. Anyone else? Anyone else? Anyone else? Hi, I, I just want to answer your question. I believe the question was, how will you position yourself after uh, after listening to um, everything you just had to say? For me, um, I was thinking about what you said about isn't isn't good isn't it good that God doesn't tie us to our tie your destiny to what people say about you. So, you know, having been in uh under attack, you know, several times continuously, probably still now, you know, even from your family members, but yet, you know, still standing on his word. Um, and God is moving me into a position that I prayed for as far as my purpose in the month of January and it, it's all being revealed. And so a new position I'm moving into next month. And so what I'm gonna do to um to walk into that is that I'm gonna put on the full armor of God. Full armor from Ephesians. I'm gonna put it on because I know that no you know, every time it never fails, day in, day out. Whenever, you know, God has a plan and he's, you know, sending you on the path, it's always gonna be something the enemy's always gonna to try to attack you through other people in other situations. So for me, the way I'm going to position myself is that daily, every single day, I'm going to be strong in the Lord. I'm going to put on the full armor and I'm going to take my stand. And my word again for the year is steadfast and unmovable. So thank you. Always abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as ye you know, your labor is not in vain. I know that scripture. First Corinthians fifteen fifty-eight. I know it. <laughs> Very good. Um, my position is simply this, y'all, then we're going to close, is, is I'm going to cling to that old rugged cross, and one of these days, I'm going to exchange it for my crown. It's people that Praise keep you tied to your past. It's people that keep you tied to your past, and they always remember what you used to do. Nobody ever sees you grow. Nobody ever sees you position yourself for greatness in terms of what God can do in your life and what he's doing in your life now. 
Um, you, you, you can always talk about what I used to do, what I used to be. I mean, you talk about that forever, but, but when are you going to mature yourself, your own mind to see not what I used to do or what I used to be, but what I'm doing today, because my greater today is better than what I was last week, last year, uh, two years ago, five years ago, or whatever the case may be. So, so position yourself to see what people are doing today. Now, some people are still doing the same stuff they was doing five, 10 years ago. I'm not talking about that. But when you can see growth in people and see what God is doing in their life, the transformation, and that transformation is real, all right? So may God bless every last one of you. May God keep you um, is my prayer. I hope y'all do like me and just take a Saturday off and just relax today. I don't, I plan on doing absolutely nothing, just working on my sermon for tomorrow. Uh, those of you who have been tuning in to my, um, my, my live broadcast on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m., uh, thank you so much. Uh, those of you who are on TNT Bible study on Tuesday night, thank you so much. I'm enjoying doing what I'm doing. I'm enjoying God using me in the way that he's using me. And I want y'all to be safe. Please mask up. If you got to go out, mask up. Please don't be in large gatherings and large crowds and things like that. Um, take care of you. And the reason I'm, I'm staying in today is because I'm taking care of me today. So um, I love every last one of you. Thank you for joining in. Thank you for being a part. We're praying for all of those who stand in need of prayer. Let's remember our visionary, Sister Dion, Sister Tanya, and continue to lift them up in prayer, all right? Y'all have a wonderful day. Um, tomorrow is worship. You're not necessarily going to the physical building or whatnot, but when you get to worship, make sure you worship and make sure you see God in the worship. Because if you go to worship and you have not seen God, you have not worshiped. Isaiah chapter 6, look at when you get a chance, all right? I love every last one of you. Have a great day. Be blessed. Peace and love. God bless you. Have a blessed day, everyone. Blessings, everyone. Blessings. Thank you. Have a great day.